football cards all day, every day. That's what we do here on the QuestCast, baby. Oh, my goodness. I'm still mad. Samaj P. Ryan in crunch time. Really? to cost my dear beloved Joe Burrow a chance at his first Super Bowl ring, but that is exactly where we start. So today we're going to talk about the next hype cycle, why it's a good time to actually buy cards now. But Andy, right off the top, what are your major takeaways from a football card perspective when it comes to what just happened in the big game? Oh, man. Well, the biggest takeaway is the fact that Cooper Cup won the Super Bowl MVP And Cooper Cup is also part of that spectacular draft class from 2017 that had Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Christian McCaffrey, Chris Godwin, among other guys. And Cooper Cup's, you know, base prism from that year is silver out of the box. And those cards are now up to around $100 raw, $600 for PSA 10s. That is like 2020 preseason levels for Christian McCaffrey, the number one running back taken in fantasy drafts overall, when the sports card market was at its all-time high of a boom uh, back in 2020. And it's just incredible to see. Yeah, he, he's by far the guy. And Aaron Donald, to a certain degree, we've seen Aaron Donald sales really do some cool things. Uh, I saw his, one of his gold out of 10 Prism rookies go for like 3K uh, right before. So it's good for me as a defensive PC collector and Tyron Matthew, seeing a defensive player go up like that. But really, you know, Andy, we, we've been praising and talking about skill position guys, right? And I remember calling you last summer. Um, and, you know, a lot of us have different opinions about Starstock now, but when Starstock was really uh, just this awesome service, I called you, Andy, and I said, holy crap, Cooper Cup PSA 10 rookie cards were going for $35 total on Starstock. And I bought them all and I've already sold them all. And I'm kind of kicking myself that I didn't just hold on to one of them. But this is what we want to share with everyone on this channel is that, yeah, everybody wants to get a Patrick Mahomes card, but there are other opportunities such as Cooper Cup. Now, come on, let's be serious. No one thought he would have the season that he had, which is arguably the best wide receiver season we've ever seen uh, when it comes to to anyone really. Um, But still, Andy, this is, you did the same thing with T Higgins. We've done it with a lot of different players on here. Yeah, we get some things wrong, but there are golden opportunities to prospect skill guys, and it could turn out to be very profitable for you. It can be. And I was actually watching sales throughout the Super Bowl, Carter. And I, like, for example, I saw T. Higgins' rookie ticket auto sell for $120 in a buy it now um, around 8 30. And I think that was right around the time that he made that big 75-yard touchdown, the little little face mask tug that that play. Um, right. And and somebody impulsively reacted, went on to eBay, buy it now, no time to wait for an auction. Get me some T. Higgins. Looks like the Bengals are going to win. That's how sensitive the card market is. Uh, a lot of people react on those emotions and skill position players, whether they're offensive or defensive, are all on the table. Um You know, and so I saw those go for $120. However, I also saw auctions. People ended on the exact same rookie ticket auto at 1130 that night that closed for $45. So you can see there the the volatility and the swing between 
uh, an auction and buy it. Now, if you don't time your auction perfectly on a skill position player like that, now if T. Higgins would have finished the game with three touchdowns and the Bengals won, then we would have seen that auction probably go for $200 or something. But that's the kind of the dice that that seller decided to roll. And that's why I'm a big advocate of listing my skill position players, rookie cards in a buy it now. So when they do break out, they do have that nuclear performance. It's there, ready to go, available for purchase uh, from somebody. And I've got it, you know, typically listed uh, around 10 to 20% higher than what the, the auction comps are for. Right. And, and and look, quarterbacks still run this hobby, and that's why we're going to get to Matthew Stafford and Joe Burrow. Uh, let's start with Joe Burrow because he was the hottest card on the planet, not just football cards, just period. Like his sales were doing things that some Jordan cards do, some messy cards do, and uh, Joe Burrow had yet to win a championship. But, you know, the hype cycle, Kid Cudi, the, the great clothes, the, the great swagger, and he doesn't end up winning the big game. So um, let, let me start with my Joe Burrow strategy, Andy, because obviously, you know, he's part of my PC. And I sold a ton of his base cards, right, uh, because they were just so much higher. And I did do it in an auction, and I'm glad I did, simply because I believe now, Andy, since there are so many Joe Burrow cards out there. It's kind of hard to do buy it now because there is so much competition. So I think, you know, I, I had some Joe Burrow base lots as buy it nows. And I had some Joe Burrow at one Joe Burrow base lot in an auction format and the auction format outperformed the buy it now. So there's different strategies you can have. I know we're big buy it now. Um, and for those that don't know the difference, obviously on eBay, you can list it as a buy it now where you have a set price and you could take offers or you can list it in an auction format. And whoever has the highest bidder by the time it ends, ends up winning the auction. Um, you know, I, I think when it comes to base cards like that and you're trying to sell just a big lot and you're trying to cash in on the hype cycle, uh, maybe auction isn't the absolute worst move. No, I would I would agree with you because you know a player like that, the timing at which you ended because I think you ended it before the Super Bowl started, right? Right. Yeah. So Saturday, I, I, the Saturday before uh, the Super Bowl, I mean, I have so many duplicates of the exact Joe Burrow card, so yeah. I was like, why not cash in and use that money to get a more rare Burrow? And uh, it worked out. It worked out really well for me. And um, and yeah, it, that's what I did. I, I listed it the Saturday night before the Super Bowl when the hype was at its highest. Um, it didn't go for as much as some other lots did, which I thought was interesting because uh, I had more cards and better cards than some of the other lots, but still, and I had a wide variety of cards in that lot, but still it, it, it was fine. I was happy with the money that I was able to make on it. Um, but my strategy there, Andy, was there's just so many borough lots and I, I just like, okay, just auction this and let's see where it goes. <laughs> I, I think that's a smart idea because, you know, now all of a sudden on a guy like that, on his base cards, you know, being a 2020 rookie and top draft pick, you know, from his class, I mean, he's got over 4,000 different rookie cards available to choose from, and they all have their own print run. And some of them are in the thousands and some of them are in the tens of thousands. And uh, those, like we've talked about, Carter, those cards could continuously pop up in the marketplace. Like I'm seeing this week, 
you know, scrolling through the eBay solds like his base prism, you know, now is being accepted in offers like around 60 bucks. You know, the the prism black from Chronicles is now going for around $40. The the base mosaics were now going for around, uh, you know, 10 to $12 when those were inflated up to 20 to 30. We're up to $100 exactly. for the base prism, you know, before the Super Bowl. And I think the you know those cards are just coming back down to earth now because those cards are cards that have tens of thousands out there you know floating around. So I think you made the right move of forcing that sale. Um, I didn't sell all my base mosaics. I had one I was trying to get thirty dollars for to buy it now, and nobody pulled the trigger on it. And now I don't think I'll get thirty dollars for it. I'll probably have to lower that to you know under twenty. With the plain white envelope, you know, ninety-three cents shipping. I think I could right. sell it, but you know, those are those are kind of the trade-offs that you weigh. If it was a more rare Joe Burrow card um, or skill position player card, I think it ma- it makes even more sense to uh, put that in a buy it now. Unless your your time, like we talked about, you know, those advantages of timing an auction right and maybe capitalize people getting into a bidding war <laughs> that could uh, work out in your favor, <laughs> right? And I did make a mistake with an auction on a rare burrow. And, you know, you, you saw the sale. I made an unbelievable – the profit was pretty insane because someone ended an auction of a rare Joe Burrow card at 9 a.m. on Christmas Day. And I was able to pounce on it for an extremely low price for a burrow auto. And that was right before you had the two big weeks. And that was, you know, my most prestigious burrow. I'm not really a high-end – uh, collector. I don't have that kind of money for some of the borough purchases you saw. So what I did was I ended an auction after the end of the AFC championship game, and the card did go for a lot. I was able to three and a half X my money on, on the purchase, but I could have gotten more if I would have just kept it as a buy it now. So what I learned, Andy, and this isn't you know a, a consensus. Obviously, sales are going to be different. Obviously, it depends if you're selling on eBay or Instagram or Twitter or wherever you sell your cards. My slabs, it does. You know, it, it, from what I gather, I think if you have a super rare card, you should do buy it now, right? Because mm-hmm. that's what people that are buying cards now are looking for. They're looking for really rare good stuff right and my card was a joe burrow on card auto nine out of 50 a jersey number match and yes i made money on it i could have gotten more and as a burrow fan i wish i still had the card i really do but i also needed the money so i could fly out to los angeles and go to the big game uh this week for media stuff whatever still that was a hard lesson for me because yes i still made money yes i'm happy i made money but Still, I could have gotten more if I would have just did the buy it now and just got so, so, so desperate when it wasn't like the absolute be all end all that I needed to sell the card. Oh, look at this. That's that's Joey B calling you right now, baby. <laughs> yeah. yeah, he wants to know why you gave him a C plus in your film study last night. <laughs> oh, ha, ha, ha. So I actually changed it. I said a B minus. I give Joe Burrow a B minus, right? There you go. Uh, but 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 real talk, like for me, you know, it was a good lesson. I'm I'm going to buy more higher end Burrows though. It wasn't a rookie ticket auto, which is obviously my goal is to get a numbered rookie ticket auto of a of a Joe Burrow card. Now it's going to take a long time for me to 
build up to that, but that was part of the reason why I sold that one borough card that I liked, but I know there are better boroughs out there that I want to get one day. Um, but still, you know, you, you learn these lessons about different selling strategies on eBay. And I believe it is very important to not just sell and just forget about it and say, okay, I made money. Always look, uh, and I've learned a lot of hard lessons in this. Always look to better yourself. Always look to see, okay, what are better strategies for me? Because if I would have just listed that card, buy it now, I could have probably gotten a, an extra 600 or $700 just based on me looking at other comps for a similar card. Yeah, yeah, that hype was insane. And then when the Bengals took the lead, um, it I mean, it was insane. Um, the, the amount of of demand that was being driven uh, to eBay during during the game for him. But, you know, there's that there's that volatility. You know, if people that were ending their, their auctions after the game uh, definitely felt that if they had auctions ending on Bengals players after the game or, e or even a guy like o Odell Beckham Jr. who got injured. Oh, yeah. I, I looked up comparable sales uh, because Aaron Donald and Odell were both 2014 rookies. So I was looking, okay, uh, oh, yeah. Odell Beckham, Topps Chrome Autograph PSA 10 sold for around uh, 280 in um in auction whereas the aaron donald uh that ended after the game sold for 680 dollars so pretty pretty big difference there one last thing on burrow and we'll, we'll get to stafford uh you know andy there, there's a few things right so i i did a full film study on it so uh if you're new to the podcast i'm a full-time lsu youtuber right i look at lsu football uh, every single day, it's what I do for a job. I'm very fortunate. And Joe Burrow is obviously every LSU's fan's god, right? We're happy. There are some LSU Tigers on the Rams uh, with Odell and obviously Andrew Whitworth. But we really wanted Joe and Jamar to win this uh, because, you know, they're, they're younger. They're newer. They were the two best players on our greatest team of all time. We really wanted it, right? Um so I did a full film study. I rewatched the game, and obviously Joe's offensive line going up against Aaron Donald was just a bad mismatch, right? Mm -hmm. But at the same time, you know, Joe did not play his best. You know, they 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 never scored twenty eight points in any playoff game. Uh, they they got very fortunate with who they got to play. Derek Carr in a short week. Ryan Tannehill is not that great, and it took Patrick Mahomes melting down in the second half which probably won't ever happen again. You'll never see Mahomes play that bad in a big spot again. So, you know, the, the Bengals run was very magical, and I still think Joe can play even better than what he did during this postseason if they get a better offensive line around him. But, Andy, this would be my question to you, and a lot of people come here for our opinions on quarterbacks. How hard is it going to be for the Bengals to get back to this point? I think it's going to be really hard with – Josh Allen, Justin Herbert, motivated Patrick Mahomes, healthy Lamar Jackson, healthy Ravens team. Man, I, I think Joe's going to win multiple Super Bowls before his career is over, but his prices are so high right now, and there may be some other opportunities to get some other quarterbacks not named Joe Burrow in the AFC. Yeah, absolutely, Carter. Um, Justin Herbert is still is still undervalued compared to Joe Burrow. I, I think we're going to see a little bit of cool off Joe Burrow. I, I think they're going to even back out uh, because now that we're in the off season, uh, everything that you know we're seeing move around card prices, 
is going to be driven by expectations for them in 2022. And the expectations are still going to be high for Joe Burrow. But when you look at fantasy football drafts, just from a strictly performance expectations, uh, the expectation is for Justin Herbert to um, overperform compared to Joe Burrow. So therein lies, you know, the rub kind of here in the offseason, what we see driven in the card market is kind of directly correlated with their fantasy ADP in a lot of ways. I'm buying Joe Burrow at some point. I'm going to let things cool off a little bit, but Andy, I'm also buying into the Justin Herbert thing. I, I think Justin's really special. Obviously great head on his shoulders, you know, outside of Josh Allen and Mahomes, we kind of forget about Justin Herbert's comeback drive versus the Raiders. That was so epic in his final game. I mean, that kid can flat out play. So I am probably going to buy some version of a higher end uh, Justin Herbert card. And then once again, I'm still building up to getting that Joe Burrow rookie ticket auto. I'm going to do whatever I can to get an on-card version uh, of, of that card. Now, moving over to Matthew Stafford, Andy, we're talking about one of the clutchest quarterback runs you'll ever see. I mean, three playoff games ending all with game-winning drives from this guy. His whole career with Detroit, game-winning drives all over. And there's two very interesting things about Matthew Stafford, Andy. Number one, his very weird career. Only one Pro Bowl. Only one. You win a Super Bowl, but you weren't the Super Bowl MVP. But the second thing that's very interesting, Andy, is his rookie year, which was 2009, where it was a weird, I'm not going to say weird, but an interesting year uh, for football cards. So if there's people out there trying to get in on Matthew Stafford right now, I'd be careful because it is a lot different uh, because there were there, there was no prism then. Yeah, there was no prism then. Uh, you know, tops, tops, Chrome and Bowman Chrome were the big players. You know, tops finest. Uh, you had some other brands from from that year. There was actually still quite a bit of a variety compared to, you know, like 2017. No, nothing compared to like Joe Burrow's over 4,000 different rookie cards. Uh, actually, according to TradingCardDatabase.com, Matthew Stafford has 1,254. Um, so there's still a pretty solid variety of parallels from like Bowman Chrome, Topps Chrome, Topps Finest. And what's so interesting, Carter, is that, you know, we talk about that. You talk about his career in the one Pro Bowl, but he's, you know, created one of the the most or helped create one of the most prolific wide receivers of all time in Calvin Johnson. And, you know, I, I routinely see the high end Calvin Johnson cards going for these crazy amounts like I'm looking at uh, Topps Chrome X-Fractor Matthew Stafford. Now, it is raw, but this looks really good, selling for $175 today. Um, like I saw transactions for Matthew Stafford on a, a BGS-10, you know, pristine, which are extremely rare. BGS-10 does not uh, – Beckett does not give out 10s for very many cards. It's extremely rare to find those. And this was a BGS-10 autograph Matt Stafford Chrome rookie card that went for like $2,500 in an auction where you know that same card for Joe Burrow would have gone for like twenty grand or something crazy. Right. Yeah. So it's, it's very interesting to see the differences between Matthew Stafford's uh, 2009 rookie cards and, and modern, more modern players. And we definitely have seen – I saw 
So what I like to do is filter by their highest sales in the last 90 days and then look at how many of those sales occurred yesterday. And so out of his top 240 highest valued sales in the last 90 days, 40 of them occurred yesterday or, or Sunday on Super wow. Bowl Sunday. So that's a pretty big percentage. That means a lot of his high-end stuff is now selling because of what he's done in the Super Bowl. And you missed a window to buy good Stafford cards. I mean, look, I'm not a big Matthew Stafford guy. I think part of the reason why his prices are down is because of the Detroit Lions stuff. Also, he's not Joe Burrow when it comes to swagger, right? You see Matthew Stafford walking into the stadium. He's just wearing a black T-shirt, right? He just looks like a dude. He's got a little double chin going on where Joe Burrow is freshed out from top to bottom. He's got a Cam Newton level type of swagger to him. Um, I think that does add to it, right? Stafford is not very, you know, interesting in, in press conferences or anything like that. There's not, you know, the, you, you're missing that hype quality. He doesn't have a lot of famous friends, right? Uh, but, you know, the guy just balls out. Right. And to me, if you were to put together a mixtape of Matthew Stafford's like craziest mind boggling throws, it would probably be one of the top three quarterback mixtapes of all time. Right. Whenever you talk about the no look throw in crunch time when you really needed it, this guy is the best no look throw quarterback mm. you'll ever see. And legit, it's looking one way and just throwing that thing. It's unreal what this guy yeah. has done his entire career. But once again, only one Pro Bowl and only this one Super Bowl. Um, I, I was a little shocked by some of those prices you just gave for some rare Stafford. So um, it is very interesting. But at the same time, Andy, he, he's far from a lock for the Hall of Fame. Even though his passing numbers are amazing, it did kind of suck. His whole career he played during the primes of – Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, and Russell Wilson, which eats into your Pro Bowl opportunities. But, you know, still, uh, I I like Matthew Stafford so much. I really do. I just find him to be so underrated, and I'm happy. You know, even though I'm not a Stafford fan, he did deserve uh, to win this game. Now, let's talk about the buying window, right? Mm. Andy, we were discussing. We actually got, went back and forth uh, before – uh, this live stream began, live stream recording began. What, as far as buying windows are concerned, you and I finally came to an agreement that right now and within the next month, it's going to be a great time to buy some really good football cards. Yeah, Carter, I really do, man, because, uh, you know, I think it, a little bit of a hangover here for a, a week, maybe two max uh, from the Super Bowl. But we're already, you know, we're doing best ball drafts. We're already starting to speculate on where guys are going to land for 2022. We're looking at ADPs and average draft positions. So we're doing some serious deep dives on players. We know the new league year for free agency starts March 16th. Uh, so that is just a month away. And then shortly, a few weeks after that, you've got the draft. So right now it's it's we're starting to plan for 2022 we're starting to speculate on where players are going to land which teams are going to improve they're going to fit those key puzzle pieces in to take the next step and that's all speculation which leads to hype which leads to demand for their rookie cards and so i think that 
cards as a football cards as a whole right now and all the the best players in the nfl are just gonna constantly kind of trickle up um so that's why i think right now is a great buying window if you are seeing guys that are ending auctions throughout the week during the day and not uh properly capitalizing on on uh, the the attention from the most amount of people they can by you know doing it on the weekend or just having it in a buy it now format um and maybe football cards is not their their main priority maybe they're a baseball card guy or a basketball card guy or alternative card guy and, and they're just looking to move this stuff and i think right now is a perfect time to to be buying yeah, so let's talk about a harsh reality about sports cards is that most people listening to this are just football card people, right? But a lot of people love all sports cards, right? I think, you know, Andy, you really are so focused just on football cards. I am too, just to a lesser degree. I'm, I'm going to buy some Steven Gerrard soccer, soccer cards and maybe, you know, a few other NBA players. I was a big Allen Iverson fan growing up. Um but we're mostly football card people. Remember, there are a lot of people that aren't just that. There's no such thing as a football card store where it's just football cards. It probably couldn't be able to hold up. You know, sports card people like all sports cards. All the main big sports card accounts are all sports cards. They're looking into UFC. They're looking into all these different things. So if you're a football card person, take advantage of that right now because – once the Super Bowl ended, I saw this on Instagram. I saw this on Twitter, people moving on to other sports. And I, I know you saw the same thing as well, Andy. And what happens is people start to make mistakes, such as, once again, listing a Cooper Cup PSA 10 Prism Rookie for $35. Imagine being that person right now. Um, you could take advantage of some real opportunities. And in just a second, I'm going to give for my play of the week, not one, but two wide receivers that I think they won't have Cooper cup type of years, but I have two in my mind that I think would be great. Now, as far as a buying window is concerned, this year is going to be different because of prism. The prism release date has been pushed back to April a few weeks before the NFL draft. Whereas in 2020, prism released in december okay that is a huge difference and we still have uh contenders hobby boxes coming out within the next month andy so i think that's actually going to add in to the hype cycle in april where we will probably see another football card boom yeah man i i think uh you're spot on you know the release dates we've got several new products like you talked about contenders prism and um phoenix uh, playbook, uh, you know, a few other uh, clearly Donruss, some some more um, hobby only stuff uh, that's coming out and select is still projected to come out in May. Uh, so a lot of new products going to be ripped. And uh, I'm with you, man. If you're not, I'm, I'm, you know, yeah, I'm dedicated 100 percent focused on football cards because of how much complexity there is in sports card market. I, I want to fully wrap my head around uh, football cards to be able to provide the most amount of value to um, our subscribers and, and our community. Um, but you're absolutely right. Most sports card, if not all of the, the major sports card uh, shop owners and dealers and breakers and content creators are focused on all sports. And there's a lot of other sports and going on right now and other cards too. Um, you know, people are getting hyped about 
And that's fine because there's a lot of uh, players like we talked about. Cooper Cup went in the fifth round of fantasy football drafts last year. Debo Samuel was going in the seventh and eighth oh, yeah. round of fantasy football drafts last year. And now they're going to be taking number one, maybe number five or six overall for Debo. And the rookie cards have gone up three three to four hundred percent. Coopers now are like in, you know, the stratosphere of, you know, what a seventeen hundred percent increase, you know, since oh, be yeah. before the season. So um, those are the kind of guys and the opportunities that I'm researching, like projecting. And how I do that is using fantasy football knowledge to find those guys, the same exact process you went through last year to find the Cooper Cup value. So let's get into a, a few different things. Okay. So um, that, that prison release date is so key because it just, just, it, al it allows uh, those cards to just float out into the atmosphere, right? So you're going to see a bunch of Justin Fields prisms while the NFL draft is coming up and it's going to be kind of a weird draft class. And the thing about, the uh, the hype cycle leading up to the draft is a point you made, Andy, is everybody feels like they can win the Super Bowl next year, right? Because, you know, it's different than the playoff hype cycle where it's only 14 of the 32 teams or whatever. So, you know, it, it's a different. My mic keeps doing that. Um, so it, it's, it's going to be really, really fun to see now. Andy, uh, before we get to the play of the day, we always like to give a uh, hobby tip of the week. I'm going to let the the floor be yours uh, for for the first part of this because I, I feel like you have some some sage wisdom to give out to the lovely people of the fantasy football card quest. Yeah, you know there there has been um, there has been some horror stories this past week from some guys in the Discord server um, on Joe Burrow purchases of, of people claiming that their kid got a hold of their phone and uh, purchased a card without their permission and they don't have the money to pay they think their parents have money that grows on trees and it's like yeah i mean ebay's got uh, multiple steps in place uh that make it difficult for a kid to plus you have you know security features on your phone but that's neither here nor there and then and then i've i've seen other ones where the people are claiming that there was an imperfection on the card when I know the seller posted nine different pictures of various different angles of the card and there right. were no imperfections on the card that were not spelled out in the photos or called out in the description. And it was a raw card and people wanting to return it because there's a hair on it or, or something like that, you know, um, or people just, you know, winning an auction and then, you know, not um, saying that they, they they weren't they're not able to pay for it and they'll have to pay in like a week or or have it canceled. So, you know, I, I mean, it's just it all goes back to that hobby karma. Like if, if you can't afford to pay for a card or can't afford to purchase that card, don't bid on it. Don't bid don't. on it. Don't make an offer and put a password on your phone so your kid can't unlock it. <laughs> I know I, I'm, I'm so sick of it. Right. Um, you know, my hobby tip of the week is understanding the Super Bowl hype, right? You know, even though Odell Beckham was balling out of the Super Bowl, um, you know, if he would have kept playing and ended up being the MVP, his market would have gone crazy going into the free agency year, but he got hurt. Always understand that that's always going to be out there, right? 
uh, I, I sold quite a bit of my Odell PC and I love Odell, but you know, once again, building up funds to get a bigger burrow. And uh, I sold, you know, my only silver prism and all that stuff leading into the game. And that's a scary thing. Odell was playing unreal. He was the best player on the field in, in the first part of the game. And, you know, the injury happened. So always understand, number one, it's always going to be harder to sell a card than buy a card. I, I've learned that lesson so hard, Andy. I complain about it all the time to you, but it's just so hard to sell cards, okay? So uh, it's accomplishment in and of itself when you actually get a big sale off and that horror story doesn't happen to you. Well, so-and-so, my dog, my kid, what? I don't know what. My ex-wife's next-door neighbor's cousin's third cousin. You know, you hear all these crazy things. Um but yeah, commit to buying your cards. Um, and, and that's the thing. You know, if you're watching this on YouTube, you see it in the bottom scroll. Volatility, baby. Post-Super Bowl week. So now, Andy, it's time for plays of the week. I got two spicy ones. Do you want to go first or you want me to go first? I don't know. I'm kind, I kind of want you to take the floor on this. I'm, I'm curious to see if my play of the week is going to overlap with your play of the week. So I'm going to let you go first and then adjust accordingly. All right, I'm going to give you two wide receivers here, okay? One that I kind of like and then another that I really love, okay? Uh, Allen Robinson is one of them. Yeah, uh, this year sucked in Chicago. You've made a lot of money on Allen Robinson cards, Andy. I remember you were buying Prism rookies in huge lots off Beckett Marketplace for – what was it, Andy? Like a a dollar or two a piece? It was uh, like I got that. I got volume deals for less than a dollar a piece on his Prism rookie cards. This is back in summer of 2020, and uh, beginning of the season of 2020, I sold those for twenty dollars a piece. <laughs> so I was the guy that drafted Allen Robinson instead of Cooper Cup in my main money league, and I still you know punch myself in the face over that because you know it couldn't have gone more opposite. Um, but yes, uh, Allen Robinson, my goodness gracious. I still think he has a lot of talent. Is he over the hill? It didn't look good in Chicago, but once again, that was a rookie quarterback. And I think he could go to a contender at this point in his career and be a pretty solid number two. And then I'm going to give you another name. Uh, and this kind of goes along with the Matthew Stafford thing where this player is not very interesting per se. Calvin Ridley, okay? Look. Calvin Ridley takes a mental health break away from the Atlanta Falcons. Does he return to Atlanta? I don't know. I do think he ends up going elsewhere. And at this point in his career, he's still relatively young. I think he goes to a contender. Now, there have been just some floating rumors out there that he goes to Kansas City or he goes to somewhere else. And imagine if he goes somewhere and Calvin Ridley is the number two option you know it wasn't a physical injury that he sustained this year right now mental health is very important i'm not you know downgrading that but you know he might just need a change of scenery and we see the old calvin ridley back now i'm not saying he could be cooper cup good but his raw talent is not that far off. I, I consider him a slightly better version of Chris Godwin when he's fully healthy and locked in. So those are two players that I think you can get for good prices. I actually still have uh, quite a few Calvin Ridley uh, rookie cards 
because I just love his game. I really do. So those are two wide receivers. Once again, I'm not guaranteeing a 17X uh, of Cooper Cup, but be on the lookout for those two players because when it is announced that they go to a new team, even before they ever step on the field, there's going to be some hype surrounding two former pro bowlers. Yeah, I like those plays. I like those plays. And I've actually seen recently um, a couple sales going down for Calvin Ridley. Um, I think some people are speculating the same thing as you, is that he gets a fresh start in 2022 and the mental health issues uh, subside. You know, he gets the help he needs and he comes back, fresh start, and it's Calvin Ridley in a new spot with new quarterback. And that could drive a lot of hype and real pr- performance behind it too that could see some really uh good value increases in his cards um the Allen robinson cards are dirt cheap right now um i i think that's i mean that's another play that could really pan out big if he is in fact not done so i like that as well prism silvers rookie ticket autos i bought a couple rookie ticket auto Allen robinson's actually in the last couple months for like 10 15 dollars let's go um so it's it's interesting i mean what what if because this kind of parlays with my play of the week? My play of the week is Trevor Lawrence uh, on the ja- on the Jaguars. Uh oh! Wow! <laughs> I'm wow! Going, I'm going to Trevor Lawrence. I think he was set up for failure in his rookie year. Um, you cover college football, Carter. I mean, the Trevor Lawrence had some of the best PFF grades in college fo- football history. I mean, he was one of the the most touted college football prospects in modern history right carter yeah since andrew luck yes absolutely and and so to to go number one overall the jacksonville jaguars and to have the season that he did he was overall not good um but he did show some big some big throws um but let's face it dj chark uh broke his ankle he missed most of the season and urban meyer was his head coach and Urban Meyer had his head and his fingers all in the wrong places. Uh, so they bring in Doug Peterson, which I think is a massive upgrade. Doug Peterson is a former Super Bowl winning head coach from the Philadelphia Eagles. I think this is a massive upgrade for Trevor Lawrence. He's also a former quarterback, quarterback's coach. I think Doug Peterson is going to do wonderful things for Trevor Lawrence. And I think we're going to see Trevor Lawrence's uh, value increase over the course of the next two months leading up into the draft. The Jaguars are projected to take, I think, one of the best offensive linemen in, in recent history uh, going in the draft as well. So I think that that is going to – people are going to get excited about that alone, whether they bring DJ Chark back or, or Carter, what if they go and pick up Allen Robinson? What if they trade – and pick up Allen Robinson. They have one of the the highest available cap spaces and flexible um, salary cap situations this offseason. I think that they're going to trade for a big-name wide receiver uh, to pick up. Maybe Chris Godwin. I've heard speculation of Chris Godwin going to Jacksonville. Maybe Allen Robinson goes back to Jacksonville. I think, uh, and they draft this this, uh, offensive lineman that they're projected to get um, in the upcoming draft, I think this is going to be huge for Trevor Lawrence. And I think for that alone, there's going to be hype for him before he even plays a snap in 2022. I think we're going to see his values increase. Now, this is a little tricky, Carter, because he is a 2021 rookie and there's still new sets being released for him. So I say stick with the trusted 
uh, logos in the hobby, and that's the rated rookies. Um, and right now I'm able to find $5 rated rookies, you know, $10 portrait style rated rookies, which are the short print ones, um, blue rated press proof rated rookies for $10 of Trevor Lawrence. I think those are good investments right now to flip. I'm talking about flip as we're going into the draft. I, I think that uh, the print run from what I've seen, the availability between those cards and what we saw from 2020 is not any higher. I think they just they created some new inserts, some new parallels, but I don't think Panini, from everything that I've seen, the thousands of listings I've looked at comparing available quantities on different websites, I don't think that the 2021 Donruss rated rookie print run on the base cards is higher than 2020. Um, and so I think that we could easily see Trevor Lawrence based Donruss rated rookie cards get up to $20, $30 like we saw Mac Jones earlier uh, last season, just based on the hype that Trevor is going to build up and have going into the 2022 season. I love it. Uh, a few things to add on this. So, you know, I was just in LA and I tried to meet up with other sports card people, right? I tried to, so Panini had this little VIP section and I thought it was going to be open to the public, but it wasn't, it was closed off, right? I'm not one of the elites. In other words, ah, ah, ah. I tried to meet up with like some of some other big time sports card people that were out there. Right. Uh, sports card nonsense. And, you know, we just couldn't make it happen. But what's very interesting is Trevor Lawrence himself really is into football cards. Right. So he has his own personal like tops set that is not like, you know, licensed at all. And I don't really see too much demand for those cards, but Something else is I, I watched Trevor Lawrence, you know, just on Instagram signing a bunch of autographs. I mean, he takes his time. Like he's not like thr, thr, thr. I mean <laughs> like Zach Wilson. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And you know, he was there with the card collector too. Um, the the card shop owner, uh, one of the biggest names in the hobby. And uh, you know, you could see Trevor really enjoys football cards. So it's it just one little extra nugget in there. I don't know if that adds anything into it. Other than maybe one day, if Trevor Lawrence really is balling out, he'll be like, hey, this is cool. I have my own rookie card, and that's going to obviously add to it. Whereas with other quarterbacks, you don't really you know, see that too much. Um, the second thing is that's going to be such a weak division next year, and they're going to have the last place schedule. So you could see, mm. you know, I, I don't think Trevor Lawrence is as good as Joe Burrow. I don't. Uh, even if you compare their co college careers and you compare Trevor Lawrence's bad year one this past year, I, I don't fully believe in him as a quarterback prospect. But I do agree with you that the high pass kind of faded just a little bit. And if he does play well just a few games next year, the demand is going to just be absolutely insane, especially considering Joe Burrow had this astronomical year two after the injury. So I like that play, Andy. I wasn't expecting uh, a quarterback from you and also wasn't expecting Sir Trevor Lawrence. He, so he um, also gets Travis Etienne back this year too. His star ooh, running back from college. There you go. I like that. Same, so, man. So, so once again, uh, join our Patreon community, uh, patreon.com slash football cards. Check out Andy's YouTube channel where it's football cards all the time. Um, I also started a new Instagram at LSU football 
cards is where you can find me and like me out of my other LSU sports cards account. So LSU football cards is where, you know, you can find me on Instagram. There you go, Andy. So excited. It's a good time to be a football card buyer, baby. Anything else before we get out of here, Mr. Andy? That was fantastic. I just want to say from outside perspective, the film study you did last night on Joe Burrow was incredible, man. I really enjoyed that. And it was like 30 minutes long. And I was like, I, I got to keep watching this. You know, was, you were really, uh, I, I like the breakdown, man. I loved it. I loved it. So uh, yeah. I just wanted to give you some props for that, man. Yeah, I'm really sad right now, right? Because, you know, you're in this position where you never know if Joe's ever going to get that opportunity. You know, uh, I know a lot of LSU fans feel as if, you know, these Super Bowls just happen. And, yeah, Joe's amazing. Yeah, I think Joe's going to come back and win a Super Bowl. I do. It's just hard, man. It's You're never guaranteed another one of these things. You need so much lucky crap to happen. And the Bengals did catch a lot of major breaks. <sighs> man. I, I hope Joe, I hope Joe wins one, man. I, I, it, I, I've been sad, you know, doing the film study and and all that stuff, man. You know, it's kind of like, oh, Samar JP Ryan, really, really, you're gonna take the ball out of Joe Burrow's hands? At least give it to Joe Mixon. And Jamar Chase didn't get enough touches. He had an absolutely insane Super Bowl. The catches he made and the plays that he made, um, and you know. They didn't get Jamar involved enough, but it's it might just be my LSU bias speaking right there. But that, that's going to go up as as just as bad of a coaching decision as Pete Carroll's choice oh, yeah. not to give the ball to the beast to Marshawn Lynch and that mm. and that Super Bowl against the Patriots or anything mm. that game one. But yeah, all right, we'll talk to everyone next week. Peace. Peace.